deja vu. Have we all been here before? Or have some of us been here before? And if so, why the heck did you come back to this place? So, if you haven't guessed already by the title, we're going to be talking about reincarnation. And no, I don't mean coming back as a slug if you've been a bad boy or girl or whatever else. Um, I'm not entirely sure where this is going to go because Point this is a very, very, very uh, complex subject that goes over the heads of, I think, the vast majority of people, even people that believe in, in reincarnation. And I suppose we should start off with that. Is reincarnation a belief or is it literally just one of those things which you just naturally come to that conclusion? What, what would you say, Chris? I suppose lots of people are interested about, and I suppose otherwise it wouldn't be in every culture on the planet, um, this curiosity that what happens after we die. And I suppose different cultures have to find a way to explain that. Um, obviously, you know, the Judeo-Korea, uh, Abrahamic religions, shall we say, have um, heaven and hell, and most people, the most of them are content with that. I guess is the word I should use: contentment. Well, I don't know. The, the Christians had reincarnation until the. Is it the Second Council of, of Constantinople kind of written out? Yeah, Byzantine. There was kind of li little bits and pieces. Um, but I don't know. I mean, when it comes to reincarnation, it's one of those things, I think, because you really, if someone can explain it, you know that they understand intermediate magic. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I think. So if is it fair to say... Because I think we both take the stance that obviously reincarnation is a thing, even if it's not this, we don't view it as the same thing as what Blavatsky or some whatever pagans nowadays are spoiling about it. But would it be right in saying that it is a thing and if you understand it or if you don't understand that it's a thing, you probably haven't gotten out of the uh, the foundation magical class. Yeah, I think that's safe. <laughs> but then also for me, I suppose it's different on the basis that I would have to discredit a lot of what I remember um, to actually say that reincarnation doesn't exist because I can't explain any other way as to why I would have those memories. So I guess for me, it's a case of like I do with explaining psychic ability, you have that trouble of, well, I have two choices. One is accept that there is something else I need to find a way to explain. Or check me in now with the men's with the white coats. Like those, yeah. those are the two choices Send that you have. Send to a mental asylum. Those are, to me, the basic need. And the, uh, the fact that I don't check, believe it or not, most of the list for being, uh, you know, medically insane. Um, what about eccentric? Eccentric <laughs> is probably the limit of... <laughs> rude. Just rude. Anyway. Um, yeah, deja vu... I don't know. Pe deja people vu... People say I'm eccentric. I I'm inclined to agree. Yeah, but most people... 
would be if they knew you, they would describe you as eccentric. I don't think eccentric is when we have there's neighbours near here that walk around in a top hat all day, even though they're not going to a wedding. Like that is eccentric in my book. I don't think I fulfil the category for eccentric in how I look. I may be in some of my views, but not no, necessarily right. from you my are... look. You're right. You're just plain old crazy. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I don't think I'm interesting but enough anyway, to be we're... eccentric. <laughs> we're going to get off topic. Sorry. So. Sorry yeah. I suppose the, the, what is reincarnation for a star? Because there's a lot of people that will just think that, oh, well, that's that thing where if you're good, you come back as a human and one that's got a better life. And if you're bad, you come back as a slug. Yeah. You know, so what is reincarnation? What is the ideal of reincarnation? Well, to me, I always base it on, uh, is it, oh, I'm going to misquote now. Is it Newton's third law or something like that? Um, matter cannot be made or destroyed. It's simply transmuted. Have I picked the wrong one? That is one of Newton's, right? I think it's energy. I'm not sure if it's matter. So, you've got oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, sorry, energy. So it would be Did energy. I say matter? I didn't mean yeah. to say matter. Um, Never mind. It doesn't matter. Uh, rude, funny, not. Um, yeah, so energy cannot be made or destroyed, it's simply transmuted. So to me, you've got to do something with that spark of life that makes a person, whether or not you call that a soul or not, is a dif dependent on your denomination, I guess. But to me, it's that part, it's that part of what makes every living thing live. Um, and that has to go and has to be reused because it can't be destroyed, so therefore it must be turned into something else. So whether or not that soul has multiple lives, and therefore can experience multiple existences in the physical realm, um, is what I would consider reincarnation to be. So not necessarily that you spend all lives as a human, I'm not sure I feel, feel that is a category that I would put myself in, um, I have more issue with the kind of Eastern idea of it when it mixes up with a caste system. Somehow its purpose is to punish or reward. I have issue with that. Mm. Um, I yeah. also have issue with anyone that thinks that being a tree or being a frog is somehow less, less than being human. Um, to me, if you were going to go in any kind of progression, um, you'll learn more with their connection to nature as an animal than you would ever learn from being human. So I have issue with that too. If Does that make sense or, what, or um, am I rambling? No, I think that does make sense. But at what point do you really understand reincarnation? Is it at the point where you understand the soul and what the soul is and how it works essentially is that the point where you can come to the conclusion that yes i understand how reincarnation works because i understand how that works or is it the opposite does understanding or learning about reincarnation you teach closer. you more about the soul yeah to understanding that yeah i'd probably lean towards that i guess i think i think the soul as a thing um an entity or whatever you want to call it um is probably too vast a concept for most to understand. And I think even those that have memories, etc., 
would still struggle to verbalise what exactly a soul is and what its purpose is, etc, etc. Um, I suppose what would confuse most people is I don't tie up learning with purpose. So I think yeah. lots of people think, oh, well, I've got to learn this, this and this, and I've got to complete this, this checklist um, to fulfil my purpose. I, I, I'd struggle with that based on the fact that we're all just cogs in a machine so existence does not therefore require purpose other than to continue moving forward or backward or yeah so it's all just part of the engine so whether or not yeah so i i find this whole tying reincarnation with purpose and with good or bad and punishment or uh, reward very difficult to hmm, yeah absorb so what purpose does it serve to understand reincarnation then because when it comes to magic uh witchcraft whatever you want to call it what what where's the kind of ceiling there where is the the case of well really in order to do that you've kind of got to understand how reincarnation works or have tinkered with it you know because that's an interesting one because you'll see lots of magical practitioners that are quite good at certain things and quite knowledgeable but they didn't really have the first indication of how reincarnation works or have any experience with it and it definitely shows in their magical practice and what they're able to overcome the paradigm maybe that they view things through or in i don't know um to, to some some levels i think it's only really useful to people like ourselves who are using it for diagnosis Ra yeah or you know self-development is probably one way to use it but the only people that are actually having to deal with the concept um is more so the person diagnosing it so i kind of almost feel like it's a yeah it's a doctor level um need to yeah. understand in order to help rather than i don't think you necessarily need to understand it to necessarily progress yourself no you you don't have to understand it yourself in order to progress um through if you're assuming that it's a kind of like a cycle or you can explain the way that you normally explain it um but from the point of the magical practitioner from our experience you know from professional witchcraft from professional magic when we've got clients that have a problem is normally very very apparent if that problem comes from this current life or from a different one yeah. or if they're stuck in some kind of cycle the problem is it's difficult to explain to someone how you come to that um how you understand that and how you've come to that conclusion without them understanding uh reincarnation and stuff yeah. to the point which you know there's only so much time we've got during a consultation normally it's a case of diagnosing them and fixing it we don't necessarily explain in great detail because it would it's a little bit too complicated like this podcast probably going to go on for ages yeah um it's one of those you kind of you want to know you need to very quickly gauge how what level they're at and what understanding mm. they actually do have prior to deciding how you give them advice i guess 
Um, we're used to doing that, but not necessarily everybody is. But like I say, I don't think it's always necessary. I think it's only a problem when you have those clients that have oaths or contracts mm. from previous lifetimes that is really having a negative impact on the current one. Although, to be fair, yeah. if you follow a lot of these, um, I'm going to say it, insta-witches that talk about... Oh, gosh. That talk about kind of oath-breaking. Like, it's a really a popular subject over the last couple of years. I don't know if you've noticed that. Where yeah, it's big business. It's been big you know? business for me. And I just, <laughs> I'm kind of like, well, yes, most of us have got them on some level if you've been around a few times. But equally, there are just as many new souls as there are older ones, mainly because of the basis that, you know, if you think about, <laughs> to put it in simple terms, population increase. Um, yeah. says that yeah. there are technically, even on a math level, um, there are more bodies here than have ever been on this planet. Um, therefore, there are going to be, by chance um, and by simple math, more people that are new to this than there are in previous um, times you were here, if you were one of these that have been here multiple times. Um, which is obviously going to be a concept some people don't like. The fact that they've not been here before and that they're new to this. Um, well, I mean, the, the they all thing want is, to be Cleopatra, is... you know. Yeah, oh yeah, I know. Or they all want to be Caesar. Cleopatra or Mother, Mother Mary, whatever, Jesus or something. I don't know. But no, I th I think that the problem that we have certainly in paganism and neo-paganism in the modern world is the fact that everyone's supposed to be entitled to their own opinion even if it's wrong yeah. and to say i understand something and you're wrong is not one of those things that's popular and is considered quite rude now it's difficult to say it without sounding like an a-hole but um we've got a lot of experience with dealing with issues of reincarnation. So that's why we come to the conclusion, because it's blatantly obvious for us, because we deal with it on a day-to-day -day basis, literally, yeah. um, that it exists. Um, for us, it's, it's not a question. to get that across. I think yeah, that's off exactly. to the problem. It's just something that you just accept has has happened or is happening. Whereas... Yeah, and you, you can use it to your advantage. Yeah. And that's the problem. When you talk about gatekeeping, and there's all this words about getting thrown around about gatekeeping and keeping knowledge and stuff secret, and we talk about advanced magical practice as being something that you can teach someone, that they have to discover for themselves, reincarnation fits into that perfectly because yeah. you can like we'll do a, a half decent job i think of explaining it at some point during this podcast probably during the extended version on the patreon just because you know we've got to clear up the basics first before we go in depth but it's a case of unless you know you don't know and you can't be it can't be explained to you yeah so it's a real difficult one because there's a very set there's a very clear boundary there which is like, I just want to understand, tell me, explain to me how the universe works, explain to me how everything works. This is one of those things where you can kind of try to explain, but you're really not going to understand. Yeah. 
And the problem is, is that there are a lot of people that will try to explain to um, people that aren't very experienced, like taking a trashy old kind of term, neophytes. Yes. So people at the very beginning of their journey that don't know a lot about magic, explaining to other neophytes. Yeah. <laughs> something more complicated than they can understand themselves. And you'll get that. And the problem is that when it comes to reincarnation and people discussing it, all you'll get is, well, I did some progression. I did some, um, you know, I went under a trance state and remembered a past life or I see past lives and that sort of thing. Understanding reincarnation isn't really about understanding past lives. That's not really important. No. To understand reincarnation, you need to go a stage further and you need to reconnect with all of those lives and live every life you've lived in the past every life you're currently living and every life you're going to live in the future simultaneously yeah. is like a network. You're networking all of those lives together. And what it is, is the people that, that say, I remember this, I remember I was Cleopatra, blah, de, blah, de, blah. Well, that, there's no use to that. No. You see, That's why people will go around and say, well, this is what I believe in. Oh, I don't believe that, but I can respect your opinion. No. When you really grasp reincarnation, it becomes an extremely important tool. And much like many tools, there are only, uh, only a select few are capable of understanding or wielding. It does hold an immense amount of power with that. So, you know, again, we're not saying this to sound weirdly elitist because there's no reason why anyone listening here can understand reincarnation by knowing it and living it and experiencing it it's just the fact that listening to this you will be in the camp of i either understand it or i'm not really under i'm not really sure i don't know what it is and i'm not entirely sure that, that it's a thing you know once you understand it and you start working with it as a tool you can't really go back from that am i wrong no 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 not <laughs> at all because it goes back to what i was saying before it's it's those that um want to go and have past life regression because they think it's going to give them some kind of insight into purpose yeah. and that's what i think it always goes back to oh i need to have done this because they need that checklist that they can gauge self-worth from um, and I think part of that is the problem. Rather than just experiencing, you know, knowledge of uh, past lives, previous lives, the future, the past, all those things, what's the purpose of knowing those things? Because if you're not going to do with anything with, it, with that information, then what's the point of knowing them? Um, and you knowing that you were a warrior in some previous lifetime or queen of Egypt, like what actually impact does that have? Because you can't, you can't have all that gold back or you can't necessarily um going to wake up tomorrow with knowing how to wield a sword um i'm not saying none of yeah. that is not possible what i'm just saying is that what actual change is that going to make um in your current well, what life? change have we made then what what because we've we've had to deal with reincarnation for for clients on a simple basis and i think we've probably dealt with it in more complicated ways so from simple consultation what is the most simplest 
I suppose, um, reincarnation type work that clients come to you for um, that's been necessary to really delve into that? Because I can think of one or two consultations that we've done together in the past. Yeah. um, You know. I don't know. Most most, most of the clients I see are problems in the current life. So there's no reason for you to look beyond that. Because if they've got money, you know, money issues or or basic requirements, you know, those are basic fixes that they can fix themselves. And yeah. the way that we deliver teaching um, is designed for them to fix it themselves rather than us fix it for them. Um, but, yeah, I suppose I've probably had more of the ones when we've been together in joint consultations mm. where you've had those that have got oath problems. Um, but yeah. I don't think they're that common really um which is surprising really because it's difficult it's difficult because of the type of work because you know that our work can be quite cyclical where we'll have loads of people come with the same problem so when we turn up and do a day of consultations where we have 10 20 people come through the door 10 of those 20 people might have a reincarnation problem and then you'll go for months of not seeing anything it really is weird that like seems to attract like in that Um, and you can talk about that in terms of you know why that would be and stuff like that but I think that's a a reason for that that's another podcast altogether but people getting stuck and not being able to get out of the doing the same thing over and over again for multiple lifetimes seems to be the most yeah. common basic but one. i suppose and it seems to be all of those have sorry. been with with clients that are on magical paths we yeah. don't see mundanes with particularly those no. problems you've got to have reached a certain state where you are actually involving yourself on an energetic level that it's going to impact potentially multiple lives um well, these people are essentially, when you're on a magical path, you're tinkering with the system, both the system as a whole and then your individual system, which can cause ripple effects. So, yeah, that, I think that's true to say from that perspective. But again, it's difficult because how do you judge uh, magical knowledge level and ability and power? It's quite difficult thing yes. to do, isn't yes, it? Yes. So it's like... Um, but no, I mean, what? Well, okay, so what is some of the more sinister things? So if you imagine reincarnation as, would you say it's a natural, it's part of the natural system? Yeah. It's just a I probably natural part of the I probably wouldn't, I don't like the word natural there, but um, <laughs> that adds connotations that aren't necessary. It's part of the machine, the machine yeah. of, of creation. creation energy transference all those things um it's part of the machine it's it's a mechanics thing which is why i don't like yeah. the word natural it's a mechanics thing yeah no i get what you're trying to say i just think i just trying to use the term natural because i'm then thinking about going into when you start messing about and tinkering with yeah so it's kind of like, I mean, it's difficult with machines as like basic machines, even computers and stuff like that. You know, they're quite simple when you're con- when you're comparing them to creation, for want of a better word, or the universe or everything within yeah. the universe and outside of the universe is a little bit more complicated. But then I but that. then I would consider the um, the brain to be a very 
intricate machine. And to me, that's I would still use yeah. the word machine when I refer to it yeah. because it's still a programming issue. So yeah, the fact that it is capable to do all of the things that it does simultaneously in all of the directions through uh, electrical impulses, um, to me, I would still kind of say, yes, I would kind of um, compare the universe to to a brain than I would a clock. But yeah, I got what you were trying to do. Sorry. Hmm. No, no, it's all right. It's just trying to, again, it's such a difficult thing to explain, isn't it? Yeah. Um, okay, so so really when you're dealing with reincarnation, you're dealing with those big questions, like what happens when you die and and what is, what is gods and deities and all that sort of thing. They're the big questions that are difficult to explain to someone and for them to fully grasp without knowing it. Um, so when it comes to uh, reincarnation and stuff like that, I don't, I've never supposed looked at it from the perspective of it's something that happens when you die. It's kind of like looking at it from a different level. Yeah. So you look it's at everything that, from a different level. It's something level. that has happened, will happen, is happening. Yeah. So when you're looking at, um i don't know I, I i i tend to revert to kind of engineering programming you're looking at the graphic user interface you're looking at windows or or apple or whatever and then the next layer down you've got kind of c or something and then you've got hexadecimal and then you've got a binary it's like well you know you're interacting with the universe on a level that you're just doing the physical the physically seeing all that sort of yeah. thing and then when you peel back that layer that's the layer that psychics start to work, you know, and understand and start to work in. But there are many levels beyond that. And those levels that are beyond that, it's really difficult for something such as the human brain and the human mind to really delve into. You won't find many people that speak binary. No. <laughs> no. I mean, there are people that speak in clicks and whistles, but that's not really binary. No, that's still a complicated <laughs> language. Um, so I don't know how far to go with this podcast because I like to go as deep as possible and then people get creeped out and it makes people a little bit uncomfortable yeah. because partly because of the position that we're in whereby, you know, people will come to us with really crazy, mad uh, dark problems and you know that's not necessarily 99.999% of people no. so I don't know whether to go into details about like the very rare occasion when super weird crazy things have happened because that's not really Rick. what people probably listening to this are going to relate to no. but at the same time it's difficult to just stick to the basics when it comes to reincarnation because it kind of the, the thought process and the, the you need to just get drawn in to how it works and experiences and stuff like that i mean if you're wanting to research and understand reincarnation what would you recommend that someone does because it's no good just go to books and it's really no good asking other people really either is it well no <laughs> I, I don't necessarily have an issue with past life regression. I think if somebody's interested, um, then that's always an option. Um, 
equally, you've got just as many options with meditation, self-work, um, in order to kind of get to that level of where you want to. But it really, again, it always depends on what people want to do with that information. If you just yeah, want to know yeah. it, then go and see a hypnotist and be regressed. What you're going to do with that information, if you're just doing it as a tourist, um, which is about the best, you know, um, the best I can consider is that that is tourism. It is where was I at the last point? Uh, where was I the point before that? Can I go and experience it for a few hours um, walking around in an old pair of shoes in a memory? Um it depends on really what you want to do with that. Like, like I say, the sorts of clients that we see about it are because they've got an actual problem that needs fixing. Um, yeah. I can't say, and I can't speak for you, but I can't say that I've actually particularly done any work with it that wasn't trying to remember where I put the book or trying to remember where I put that memory about that time I did that thing. Like, to me, it's... Um, you know a bit like alzheimer's i remember what they look like but i don't remember what it does um and for me it's trying to marry those two things up whereas you know somebody that hasn't experienced those things what purpose would they really have for understanding right. it i think a lot of it comes down to the fact that we're at that point in civilization now population wise where we're not filling our day is not full with providing food or making yeah. clothes so much of that has been taken off into mechanisms that means that now we have time to sit and think about things you wouldn't normally sit and think about and i think for the majority of people reincarnation is just one of those it's a foreign concept that they want to understand and that involves reading a lot of books or like i say tourism going and um, seeing a psychic or going and having um, a hypnotist regress you um mm. they're all all kind of touristy things to do because i'm bored okay so i don't really see things quite the same way um just because i find that i don't again reincarnation at this point is too small a term because i'm not just talking about reincarnation i'm talking about what you'd call probably soul magic yeah. Um, and working with that aspect or from that stance um, on that level, I suppose, is the best way of putting it in the fact that in this world, the magic that, you know, currently in this body, the magic that you can do without involving soul magic, um, you know, the realms of reincarnation, those sorts of principles and stuff like that and dipping your hand in and messing around with that. Or can you really do anything that is going to live beyond the, the universe? <laughs> if you're wanting to move beyond that, and if you're wanting the to move uh, to a power level, I suppose, to take a kind of Harry Potter, um, that kind of a stance on things. If yeah. you want to be a great practitioner of magic and truly know magic and cause change in the universe, um, sit at the big boys table and big girls yeah. table. Although you're probably moving beyond sex at that point. Um, yeah. <laughs> but you know to what? To say I the mean. least. Then it's a case of you need to be able to work with systems outside of the, the current confines. And one of those systems that people struggle with is death. So people struggle to work magic beyond death. 
Now, the ways in which that we see a lot of witches try to use it is the fact that, say, for example, I wanted to um, perform a curse or I wanted to do something like that. But if I want to curse a piece of land, what then happens when that land no longer exists? And I don't mean it's being renamed. I mean, the planet that it's on is destroyed. That curse is no longer effective. Okay, so when you're talking about ascension, like they have that kind of whole idea in the Stargate probably did quite a good idea of that. Um, when you've got kind of like um, ascension to godhood, I suppose, or ascension, yes. or I would say evolution, let's say evolution, then, you know, you're moving beyond death at that point. So, you know, your understanding of things are going to be very different and the constraint on you is going to be far less and that's a big 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 it's like huge um barrier for people to overcome is working as a greater entity and not as a human yeah. and it's one of those mysteries that you can explain and the, I suppose some would say, I mean, I know the sorts of people that say, oh, you shouldn't be talking about that. That's not for the, the profane or mundanes or whatever it is we call these people now. Um, yeah. they, you know, it's too difficult for them to understand. You know, it's a sacred thing. You shouldn't be explaining that sort of thing. You know, both practitioners from a long time ago um, and practitioners currently and even spirits, deities, whatever, the, there are those that would share that. But that's a whole different kettle of fish. <laughs> yes, you got topic. I, I don't know. Um, it's one of those things whereby the is is. Uh, I mean, we've talked a little bit about like a multi-dimensional living, and there's going to be a whole podcast on the fact that you know how creation is kind of structured past the physical world, the physical yeah. plane, and beyond the astral realm and the astral plane, and how time works. And all that kind of a thing. And it's, it's a case of reincarnation really is one of those things that the only thing that I can say is it's a lot more than just, oh, linear sequence. I'm alive, then I die, then I float around a bit, and then I go in another body, and then I die, and then I float around, then I go in another body, and because it's not linear, of course. We think no. of things from linear time, and it just doesn't work like that. And the fact that what you need to kind of understand, I suppose, is that from this perspective, you're probably actually just a fingernail. <laughs> Your current life <laughs> is a fingernail. In fact, it's probably not even that. It's probably the end of a hair yeah. on your head. <laughs> you know, yeah. you are part of a greater thing. And, and you'll see people that don't quite grasp the context go into the realms of Neoplatonism because <laughs> they can't quite get over. Um, they understand things from a theoretical level, but not from a practical level. So it's a case of when they look at that and they see something that they're a part of that's so much bigger than what they're able to comprehend. They're only unable to comprehend that because they're looking at it from human eyes and from a human yes. brain. Whereas when they actually are that thing, it's actually very simple but of course the problem is is these people aren't practical so they won't have done the work to get them to looking at it from that platform no. to looking at it from that thing they look at it from a, a um academic perspective i suppose 
It's kind of like, well, yes, this is such and such, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, I knew we would end up rambling about random stuff, so I don't want to go too far off topic again. <laughs> so well, I don't know. Yourself. It's difficult, though, isn't it? I mean, it's not just me. You said before this not to let you go off too much on a tangent. It's too difficult because you're talking about greater concepts. Yes. And, you know, what what is there to say? It's difficult to explain. Well, yeah, and I suppose I suppose I could do my horrible um, Zodiac explanation for you. You love that. Yeah, go for that. Because they've not heard uh, that. There'll be people listening that haven't heard that. And I can so, always use a laugh. Well, exactly. Um, and it's one of those things, like, because, like you say, it's one of those things you either know or you don't know. Um, you're either comfortable or uncomfortable with it. And just go with that feeling. If you're yeah. if you're uncomfortable with it, stop looking. Yeah. Like you're wasting your time looking if you find the idea of um, reincarnation too too complicated or um, too strange to com- comprehend. Stop trying to comprehend it then. Um, and move on to one of our other podcasts where we talk about move, um, yeah Greek Greek willies or something. Yeah, move on to something else like. Really... Try, try something super simple like hexing, hexing and cursing and creating gods and goddesses. That's way easier than what we're talking about at the moment. Exactly. And trying to get somebody to understand something where there's that physical block in their brain that will not let them get past it. Stop trying. Like, there is no reason for you to know. You clearly are not, don't need that information for whatever you're doing currently. So stop trying to wrap your head around it. Just move on. Anyway, those that do want to try and get it round their head, I tend to use um, my my zodiac analogy, um, which which is why um, Liam is kind of expecting a laugh. Is because it's like when Lol. it's Lol. like when you learn physics at primary school and you're told everything is done this way and this is why our matter works. This is how you know. This is what an atom looks like. And then you go, <laughs> then you go, then you go to secondary school and they tell you, oh, well, forget everything you just were just told. It's crap. Um, I'm trying not to use the B word just in case you all that time you've got to spend bleeping things. Um, that's all. That's all rubbish. And actually, this is how it works. And then you decide, oh, well, I'll go and do an A level in it in physics. And they go, oh, well, remember all that stuff you were told at secondary school? It's rubbish. Um, I'm going to tell you something completely different. This is how an atom really looks like. Atoms don't actually exist. Um, and then you're talking, yeah, and then you move on to university level and you completely dest- de- deconstruct it all over again. Um, so my Zodiac one is the primary school one. Um, Liam said the other day that he considers it more a reception nursery thing. Um, but I'm, I'm not normally that rude because I'm the nice one. Um, At least you didn't say what I actually said. No, I didn't. Because <laughs> I, I compared it to certain magical practitioners. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say any of that. Noted. Chalk one up for me. Um, <laughs> I admire so I your tend restraint. To explain, I tend to explain it in this way, which because people like the Zodiac, they find it um, understandable is probably the word I really shouldn't use. But, you know, it's, it's a fixed... It's a fixed point of entry that allows that most people have got some kind of comprehension of what that is. And they can look up in the sky and they can see it 
and therefore there must be some kind of truth to it um and therefore you know and as it's the beauty of psychology means there's enough of it about that is is written simplified enough that unless you're actually going to look into the depths of natal charts and start to use them properly um you're happy with reading your horoscope which is designed for every person that was born in the month of june um they're general enough for everybody oh. to get something from the computer so, does it all nowadays doesn't it <laughs> Yeah, yes. <laughs> it's but not somebody, even done by an actual astrologer. <laughs> but somebody had to write the rubbish to begin with. Um, True. But yeah, where it's vague enough that it fits everybody. So I I like the Zodiac method. And what I tend to do is say that um, reincarnation is, is like the Zodiac. It's a big cycle with a beginning and an end. And you work your way through it um, from start to finish. You can jump about around in it. But essentially, every new soul goes through um, lives in Aries, then they move on. They might jump a section because they've learned too much or that some parts of it were easy. You know how some people are naturally good at French or fractions um, and then other people uh, really struggle with them. So someone that really struggles with fractions might be stuck in Libra for a while before they come back out. Um and kind of it allows people to kind of realise, well, OK, well, I can spend multiple lives in this until I learn it. The problem with all of that is it's tied to that thing again I was saying earlier about purpose, which is why it's complete rubbish. But at the end of the day, um, that linear method of looking at it, that cycle, you know, cycle that's there quite physically and allows somebody to go, oh, OK, well, if I'm currently, you know, a Scorpio, Clearly, I've learned a fair bit and now I'm ready to move on to something a bit more complicated. Um, whereas actually it doesn't work that way. Um, and I try to explain at least that much during the, the Zodiac method that kind of says you can. It's it's things that are le that need to be learned in each of those sections. But those aren't necessarily related to purpose. It might be you learned how to change a tire in that one. And you learned how to sew a button on in that one. They're all skills rather than lessons, if that makes sense. So you're ticking off a tool, a toolkit rather than actually, um, oh, well, I learned this in that one that I shouldn't say this. And Nan doesn't like it if I swear. Um, and those sorts of things are less relevant. But essentially, it's a linear system that allows you to kind of go, OK, well, once you've completed the cycle, you've learned everything you were supposed to learn. And then you go back into the mix again and you start again as a new soul. Yeah. So it's basically trying to explain a non-linear system in linear terms. Because from and the... I think it works. I think it does work because you can expand on it. So when the student or someone like that gets a certain concept with that, that model, you don't really have to abandon. You can add extra um, complexity into it. But it is one of those things whereby because it works with, like you said, uh, astrology and the astrology is something that's easy to kind of it's not easy to understand. But it's a big enough, broad enough system of understanding language, whatever you want to say, to be able to to explain reincarnation within that. Um, and that because most people from a basic magical perspective understand how things work, you know, uh, systems within systems, um, 
uh, you know, things within things, cycles within cycles, essentially. So when you're talking about that system, it, you can break it down to explaining in a cycle. You can then break it down into explaining several cycles that are within other cycles as well. It's probably why yeah. astrology has worked for so long. You know, you can do that. Um, but in terms it of... It helps the, if you can physically map something on the sky, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, exactly. Ma mapping things on the sky. Um, and really what the whole point of a system or something like that is, is you need to be able to sum it up, but then you also need to be able to zoom in in exquisite detail. And with a system like that, you can do it. It's just that on the face of it, it sounds silly because essentially it is kind of silly because you're taking something complicated to trying to simplify it yeah and tie it's it like to those... zodiac signs <laughs> yeah it's it's like those things you were taught at school like those little rhymes that don't work with everything but you you need to learn it long enough that you learn the basics so that uh what is it that i before e except after c or whatever those those sorts of things where you're just like well actually i can think of at least 30 words that that doesn't work in but it works as a general rule for most things and therefore you know you can apply it apart from the ones that you have to learn are wrong yeah so so how far are we going to delve into the system of reincarnation then so if you're talking well, about bear in mind your... you've only got another 15 minutes so well i suppose i don't know <laughs> i don't know where to go we can either delve we could either try and paint a picture of how reincarnation works and try and do that within 15 minutes or we could share stories of tinkering with reincarnation and i don't know what listeners more likely to want um what i would suggest because you're listening to this on the patreon you know this is complex magic and complex magic should be done and explained on a one-to-one -one basis not from a one-to-one -one basis that you know we're going to break it down for you personally to understand but why are you why delve into something from a broad perspective of we're applying it to anyone if you really want to understand some of the mysteries of reincarnation hit us up and come and talk to us whether it's in an event or a message or whatever and then we can discuss with you one-to-one -one. because you're on the patreon you know you hopefully we like it when you kind of interact with us and stuff like that and okay it might be difficult but if you do have burning questions that we didn't answer here because we're not going to have let's be fair um then reach out and talk to us and it might mean that we do a little uh, webex or a skype or something like that and, and talk to you about it you know we don't bite most of the time or for you it's <laughs> general enough that it feels that we probably need to do another podcast that's a bit more specific then we can like the thing is you know we do this to share knowledge the only point of doing that is if people are going to actually use it yeah. So if we're not covering the things that you need us to cover, then we need to be changing what we're covering. Which people make the mistake. OK, so I do know the people that they want to learn everything. But, you know, yeah. you really learn stuff that's relevant to you. You learn a skill or how to use a tool in order to do something. So if you come to us from the perspective of can you just tell us everything, you know, it's going to be a struggle.
to teach that. However, if yeah. you come to us from the perspective of, I have this problem and I think it relates to, say, reincarnation, then we can approach it from that perspective. Or if you come to us and say, I don't know, I want to become a living God and I kind of get the impression that I need to be able to fix and make sure that I do, I'm in control of what happens to me after I die, something like that. Yes, we can sort that out for you. We can help you explore that, you know. But when it's a case of the worst student is literally the student that says, or the person that says, can you just tell me everything? Can you just explain it all? I want to know everything yeah. you know. You know, it's kind of like, no, we need yeah. to, this is complex. And the best way to start, or best place to start, is to place start at a place that's relevant to you. <laughs> but there we go. I'm sure on other podcasts and things, we'll talk a little bit about stories and stuff like that that have involved reincarnation. I know we've got one coming up at one point where we talk about... Um, consultations and things like that so we might give a few examples there um as with anything there's no light without dark and if you understand a principle or a thing you can exploit that some people exploit that in a way that not everyone agrees with well to be fair everyone exploits things in a way not everyone agrees with because it always agrees yeah. um but yes, when it comes to darker aspects and black magic, then such things can be used against someone or such knowledge can be used to help someone. So I think the biggest point to make is that the, this is intermediate to advanced stuff and therefore you're not going to find it in yeah. books. So it's one of those things that you either know or you don't know and want to know what you want to explore. Or it's a case of you've been talking to people that that has sparked your interest and you want to explore that more. Um, either way is, is you know, um, a good starting point. It's just that at the end of the day, you're not, we're not going to be able to answer a question with, oh, just go and read this book that Llewellyn did. Because um, that's never going to be words we utter. No, but, you know, I know. Unless you want to laugh. But I mean, it's important as well, because you'll find that that there are people out there that do teach and stuff like that. And they won't broach the subject of reincarnation um, at all. Or if they do only in basic in basic ways, they'll kind of skirt around the issue. And that's partly because they don't know how to tackle that. And, you know, I've had moral um, I've had I've been conflicted before about knowing, well, how far do I go with someone? How far do I go to explain and help someone master something? Because it is difficult. And there's a lot of people out there, you know, when it comes to the magical practitioner, that's actually a scientist and keeps their magic hidden and says magic's a load of rubbish, you know. And then on the evening, they're going home and, and conjuring up diamonds and spirits and stuff like that. And then they go to work the following day at CERN or something and pretend like it's all a load of rubbish to the point where you've got people yeah. out there, which I've met. Eh, I don't believe in reincarnation. No, that don't well. I've not seen any evidence of that. And then they're kind of like, well, you know, I kind of understand how the system works. It is a bit of a gentleman's club in a non-sexist way yeah. is a case of is is deeper mysteries and you know everyone's different in what they're willing to talk about and the depths that they're willing to help someone else climb to 
and the world isn't as what you know it isn't really as black and white as you know everything that lo everyone that likes teaching and wants me to progress is going to help me with this well that's not necessarily the case and you know and it's also not necessary work for everybody yeah. i think i think that's a big part yeah. of it is it's one of those because it's advanced stuff it's one of many branches you could go down that's not necessarily for every practitioner. So, you know, understanding reincarnation is not necessarily something every practitioner needs to have in their toolkit. But you um, do to get just... to a certain level. That's where people would get yeah. confused. But yeah. who cares about the level, really? Exactly. What is your personal work yeah. doing? And surely, unless it requ is required for the work that you have planned and are working towards it's not necessarily something you have to know um it's useful either way but again it's one of those where i say if you don't know it and you're not drawn to it don't bother mm. but yeah i mean if if you're uh, if you're on the patreon then by all means contact us now if we get enough people that will contact us with specific enough questions about reincarnation then what we could possibly do is answer all those questions and meld them together in maybe another podcast or something so it would be a Q&A type podcast where we'll answer each person's question and we won't say who you are obviously data protection and that but we will try and either do a little video maybe even on the youtube something like that might be interesting or just release a question and answer video or something on the patreon is really one of those things deeper mysteries involve a deeper relationship with us to explore because <laughs> we try to be ethical and we don't like people delving into things that they may you know we don't want people burning their fingers too much by delving into things that might be quite complicated and at the end of the day if you're wanting to make progression on certain things the point is to make progression on certain things you know there's a lot of time wasting that happens in the magical community trying to learn trying to read the next book on a subject and then the next book on a subject and then the next one before they actually dive in and do anything and you know reincarnation yes it's an interesting place to start with looking at your own past lives but again what else is there what else are you trying to achieve think about that without giving too much away <laughs> have you got anything else to add <laughs> not without going on a completely different tangent <laughs> um that we can say for another another podcast um, so we're not boring you um but yeah i think i think go where you need to go and if reincarnation is not necessarily one for everybody um it really depends on what you're doing feel free to ask questions um and we'll do our best to answer them within reason it's not something that everyone wants to explore but believe me we'll judge you on it if you don't understand it <laughs> And you start calling yourself an adept. <laughs> it's true. I'm sorry, but it is true. It is true. It is true, unfortunately. <laughs> but there we go. It's just a fact it's of life. It's just a fact of lives. 
But we'll call it a day from then. And thanks for listening. And of course, you can always try and contact us or contact us. I shouldn't say try because we do. We're fairly good at getting back to people. Um, but there we go. So thanks for listening and goodbye.